Aw, yeah. You know what time it is. It's time to have a good time with Alex and Ryan. Leave your troubles and worries at the door and come on in. Welcome to Good Times with Alex and Ryan. I am Ryan Sprague. You can follow me on any social media at Ryan W. Sprague. Alex. What's up, brother? Uh, I'm Alex Vanover. You can follow me on Twitter at VanDollar15. You can follow me on YouTube at Alex Vanover. And you can follow me on Instagram. My boo, my baby, the social media of my lifetime at Alex Vanover15. And Ryan, we got a guest tonight. <laughs> we got a very, very special guest from our past. Mine in particular. Yes. Do you know who it is, Ryan? Pretend like you don't see him uh, <laughs> on the bottom of the screen right now. Who could it be? Who could this this person be? I, I don't know. Who, who is he? <laughs> it's the one, the only. Ba-ba-da-da! The man with the plan. Woo! The best roommate I've ever had. Never missed a bill. Never missed a bill. Paid <laughs> early. That is saying something there. Cleaned up after himself. Yeah. And the worst thing he ever did to me was beat me in NCAA football. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Jared Reno has joined Yay! the Good Times gang Woo! tonight. Welcome, Jared Reno. Thank you. <laughs> yes. And to all you people out there, make sure to hit the subscribe. Make sure to hit the follow button because, you know, you don't want to be missing out on these good times. Also, Alex, where, where do they go if they, if they really want to support us in the network and what we're doing here? And, and, you know. Now, are you talking emotionally or are you talking physically or financially support us? Where are you going with this? <laughs> I'm, I'm, go, I'm going, you know, it's going to affect all of it. So. Oh, so we're going financially. If we <laughs> want to go, if we want to hit all three of our love languages. <laughs> They just need to go to teespring.com and look, search for Good Times with Alex and Ryan. And Ryan, tonight is a very special night, not just because we have Good Times OG gang member Jared Reno on the show, but it's also important because, Ryan, there is a 10% off code. And if you want 10% off code, boys and girls, contact Alex Vanover or Ryan Sprague, and we will get you the code so you can get your very own Good Times swag, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jared, uh, you got social media, right? Where can they, where can they follow you? Uh, yeah, it's on uh, the Instagram, uh, uomello313. All right. Hey. All right, Alex, what do you got for us? Uh, I got, you know, listen. We're going <laughs> to start out with some fun facts, all right? And some of these fun – I am going to be going record and say, guys, that I think I did some of the best research I've done today. <laughs> you should have heard him bragging before the show. He's like, Ryan, you're going to thank me. You're going to pat me on the back because this is going to be awesome. <laughs> so, so it's a high bar, Alex. So. Yeah, I, well, hey, I'm going to jump over it too, so it's going to be fine. <laughs> All right, guys. First fun fact of the night. In 2016, a suicide bomber with explosives placed in his laptop boarded a flight intending to destroy the entire aircraft. Now, 20 minutes after takeoff, the bomb did in fact explode, guys. So, you know, that's good for him. The problem was it created a hole in the plane directly below his seat. The bomber was sucked out immediately, and the only fatality from the flight, 
from the suicide bombing was the man with the suicide bomb. He died immediately, obviously. Oh, my goodness. What do you well, think? Mission, mission was accomplished for that guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> mission, uh, mission Impossible, number nine. Uh, no, seriously, that sounds like a cartoon episode. He's like, I'm going to get these son of a bitches. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this whole plane down. And it's like, whoa, hold my beer. <laughs> there it goes. I don't think so. Yeah. Well, I was just glad no one was hurt. <laughs> Except for the man who died and got sucked through the plane. Well, I mean, like, well, who cares about him? But <laughs> yeah, he's going to hell anyway, right, Ryan? He's. <laughs> well, you're going to see him there too, bud, because in the pre-show, Ryan said the X word. What do you think about that, Jared? Are you for or against cuss words, right? Or Jared? Uh, you know, there's been reports that people who use profanity have higher intelligence levels. So I gotta oh. say, I'm for profanity. Look at him, Ryan. <laughs> Jared breaking out some stats, <laughs> and that's your country time lemonade freedom <laughs> fact of the night. Not a sponsor. <laughs> we are we are not sponsored or affiliated not sponsored. with Country exactly. Time yet. Not sponsored. <laughs> You're not sponsored yet. <laughs> All right, guys. Fun fact number two. In 2011, a man in the UK he was tired of getting telemarketer calls, so he decided he was going to set his phone line up as a premium rate uh, phone number. So whenever the telemarketers would call him, and actually he would answer the phone when they called. Uh, he would actually make money off of talking to them. So he turned the tables completely on them. So whenever they called, he wanted them to call because he was charging them. What do you think about that, guys? Jared, what say you? Oh, it's great. It's great. It's awesome. <laughs> if you got to deal with those BS calls anyway, you might as well get some money for it. Oh, yeah. Every day, uh, like clockwork, at like 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock in the morning, I get a call from – Someone worried about my warranty on my car, that, <laughs> you know, from 12 years ago. Uh, or somebody wanting to make sure I have long distance coverage, which I think everybody at this point in the world has long distance <laughs> included on their phone. <laughs> so I, I just think they haven't removed that part of the whatever, the robo dial yet. I, I think uh, I read about this in 2011. <laughs> so, so real yeah because i was like man what if you could do that and i someone was doing it so i was like oh uh he has to have i think he has to ask permission like he's like hey this is a nine nine hundred call do you still want to continue talking because <laughs> there was like he was there's some trouble that i think, think they were trying to sue him and stuff for that even though they're the ones calling him and stuff but um, what would be nice is if you had something like that that could work on um, scammers. <laughs> that would be awesome. You could come somehow switch their phone call to a, to a 900 number as they're trying to scam you and get on your computer. And, yes, you, you, I, this is Microsoft. We've got a uh, problem with your computer. It's like, oh, hold on. Can you call me at this number? Dude, <laughs> Whatever you need. Just call me at this number. <laughs> Those people that call um, and are trying to, I like have developed an intense hate for people <laughs> that are trying to like scam anybody, especially me, because I've had a relationship with my bank account for years now. Um, I like it. I like putting money <laughs> in it. I'm opposed to people trying to take it from me without me actually getting a goods or service. So, you know, if we could somehow figure out a way, Ryan, uh, <laughs> to, uh, to fight back, that'd be good. So get there on that. 
there is like some people that uh, show it on Twitch and they show their like interaction or, or they show it on YouTube about how like pretending to be a grandma and <laughs> and they'll say like um, yes, your your firewall is broken, and you need to get go, come through us to get a firewall. They're like, oh, I don't know anything about no firewalls, and they'll be clicking around to Amazon's. Look, there's a firewall, and buy and buy it because they don't expect you to actually buy it. And they'll be like, oh no, don't buy that. You got to go through us. <laughs> Stuff like that, you know. He'll, he'll be <laughs> screwing around, being like, he'll be like, well, I'm gonna come and uh, kill your husband. She's like. He, He'll pretend like you don't really want to do that. That wasn't a very nice thing to say. <laughs> if somebody called me and said they were gonna kill me, I'd be like, "Okay, bye. Like, I'll talk to you later." Like, <laughs> I wouldn't stay on the phone. Well, All right, because he wasted so much time. He's it showed it. He was at like hour ten of keeping this guy talking. <laughs> well, that guy, if if he wasn't paid for commission for like screwing people out of their money, if he was like me when I was younger, he's probably like. Well, I know this lady's full of crap, so I'm just going to stay on the phone with her and play dumb because I'm, like, almost at my lunch break. So, you know what I'm <laughs> like, if you're getting paid per hour, your supervisor's going to be like, well, how many people did you screw over today, Alex? And I'll be like, well, you know, this guy said he bought a firewall, so I just kind of stayed on the line. I apologize. But, like, not, didn't screw anyone over today. My bad. Sorry about that. I don't if think you guys haven't, there is a uh, hilarious comedian uh, his name is James Veach, and he's actually done TED Talks about those, um, like, spam emails, like the Nigerian princes and all that sort of stuff, and how he, his entire purpose is basically just to waste their time, and he has these just hilarious email threads. You guys got to check them out. It's, it's right on par with this, and you'll, you'll bust up. You'll, you'll probably have to pee yourself. <laughs> I think I've seen some, something like that where he's like, he's like, one love, one love. Okay, thank you, one love. Now- <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, all right, boys, check it out. One time, this is breaking news, by the way. Ryan, breaking news, this is fresh. Keep going, brand new, breaking. All right, that, that button we installed, Jared, has just been uh, heaven, heaven sent. <laughs> That is a beautiful All I'm button. doing is pushing a button, folks. Yeah, that's a button. That's not actually Ryan making noises with his mouth. That's, that's a good time soundboard. We got to make him think we got a really high budget. Yeah. Um, all right, so check this out. Breaking news. President Jimmy Carter once sent a jacket to be dry cleaned with the nuclear detonation code still in his pocket. Ryan, what do you think about that, bud? I'm sorry. I thought Jared's kid was my (laughs) I started looking. I was like, who is that? There's there's a ghost in the background. That's my boy. (laughs) What's up? He's a young, young Good Times member. He is a young Good Times member. I thought, head on. (laughs) Yeah, because that happens to me. Like, people walk up behind me. all right so uh yeah so he sent the codes the codes that could you know destroy the world with his dry cleaning <laughs> you're like this story sucks alex <laughs> no, no no i'm just like like i'm like that's that's pretty uh you know that great scary you, <laughs> what first of all when i read that story today i was like why, why the hell did he have the codes in his pocket in the first place like was he just 
was it, were we that close to nuclear war that day, that particular day? And he's like, I really need to like have this written down on a piece of paper just in case we do, <laughs> you know, need to push the button. Like, that's the first thing I thought. I wasn't even, why did he, I don't know. I don't even know where to go with that. Cause why did he have it in his pocket in the first place? <laughs> I'm sure it's more than just having the codes. It probably has to be given by him personally or something like that. But <laughs> he's like, I really need to go put my dry cleaning down at the store. But just in case we do have to break out in full nuclear war, I want to just be prepared. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm saying that and I'm saying there's probably more security measures that would have prevented just like not anybody from getting them to um, use, use them. But actually nowadays you can fake voices. So <laughs> with AI, <laughs> well, you can do deep fakes too. Like well, I'm not yeah. even sure that that is Jared on the screen. <laughs> that could be Diana doing a deep fake. It's, it's not. I'm catfishing you guys. My name's Marie and I'm 12 years old. So sorry. <laughs> it's Gangsta Cat. It is the Gangsta Cat. Gangsta Cat is on the show with a deep fake. Uh oh. Down, sit, deep fake, fake, fake. All right. All right, guys. That last story was a dud. I apologize. All right. This one's better. All right. Hold on to your hat. This is even more breaking news. All right. You know, I love how the button's always different every time I push it. Well, that we designed it that way. Oh, yeah. We have a lot of money. <laughs> Most soundboards can't do that, but we have so much money, it can actually change on the fly without us putting it in. <laughs> we don't you even know, know if we can replicate it. Yeah. yeah. Our, we have lots of country time lemonade money. <laughs> All right. So this is, even, this is even fresher, guys, than the last one. All right. Harry Truman went from being a senator to the vice president to the president to actually dropping the first atomic bomb all within a matter of 29 weeks. 29 weeks. Wow. Yeah. That's that's absolutely insane. I saw that today and I I almost I could not believe it. You you almost did something that we can't say on the show because, you know, (laughs) <laughs> I mean, good for him. He fast-tracked himself through Congress. Like, <laughs> we should all aspire to that in our careers. <laughs> no, uh, that's Yeah, that's the death crazy. of the president probably, yeah, helped speed that along a bit. And then <laughs> he's like, you know, when I was a senator, you know, 29 weeks ago, I was always, <laughs> always daydreamed about, you know, the, my chance to, to drop the bomb, you know, the big one. So before that, when I was like, working my failed business trying to find oil and uh, went bankrupt, <laughs> you know. You think <laughs> maybe he's one day becoming president and having <laughs> having the responsibility of uh, ending the World War II. <laughs> Ryan, do you think that he um, more, uh, like, do you think maybe he was uh, wanting to drop the atomic bomb because of his failed business? Yeah, a lot of anger and resentment, <laughs> maybe? No. What do you think? Well, oh, I'm trying to think of something good, good for good times, but this is... yeah, it's a little dark. Uh, it's a little dark. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Hey, good time sports coming up in Reno. I know how you like sports. All right, so this I one... love the sports. Okay, all right, Ryan. What do you think about good time sports? Uh, I love good time sports. You know, right. it's the only network you should get sports from because this is the best <laughs> network to get your sports. There's no other network. Just good times. Yeah. Don't even don't even bother. 
don't even bother going to Fox or anywhere else, like Fox, Fox or NBC or wherever. You can't really be be dissing on the well, well, okay, okay. there. I mean, Alex needs a job tomorrow. <laughs> okay, no, okay. I still have to go to work tomorrow, right? <laughs> all right, all right. You can, you can Fox, Fox maybe Sports leave with Alex. ESPN. Huh? <laughs> Not ESPN. No, no. It's just good time. All right. Good First time. story. Now this ha- this actually happened last week. Um. Corey Seager and Kyle Seager played each other for the first time. In a, they play in a against game. Bob Se- with Bob Seager and no, they're not related to Bob Seager. <laughs> Bob Seager is about eighty-seven years old, and he played uh, at in Eugene about six months right before COVID. My dad and brother went and saw him. They said it was just bitchy, but uh, <laughs> Wait, Ryan, real? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Corey Seager, uh, player for the Dodgers. Kyle Seager, obviously, he's been a third baseman for the Mariners forever. Uh, they played each other for the first time in a game last year, or uh, this year, and uh, they actually both homered in the same game. So they both hit home runs in the same game against each other, and that's the first time that had happened in over 19 years. So that's pretty cool. I think that's pretty cool. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, I think that's awesome. I mean, it reminds me of, uh, you know, the Mannings and uh, – in- when you're talking football and then of course Griffey um, and his dad. So that's awesome when, uh, when family can, uh, can get together in sports in that competitive environment. That's awesome. That's cool. That is crazy. Ryan, what do you think, bud? Well, is there one brother older than the other? Yeah. Kyle's older than uh, Corey. Yeah. I bet the younger brother's like, I'm going to get you. I'm going to, I'm going to get more home runs because you just think you're better than me. And, and, (laughs) You know, you know the sibling rival, rivalries. He's just, he's Corey's like, actually been pretty good. Kyle's been good too, but Corey is like the more highly touted uh, player in the family. Is he the younger one? He's the younger one, but oh, if you wow. see a photo of him, he's tall compared usually, to Kyle. Usually it's the older ones that are a little better, and then the younger ones get jealous and try, try to beat him out. Maybe. Um, <laughs> so I got another crazy I'm story. Kill guys. that right there. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. All right. So this one's a pretty cool story. US, uh, a U.S. Marine uh, just landed a deal with the New England Patriots. He actually signed with the Patriots today. So this is kind of like uh, that Mark Wahlberg movie where he was like a bartender and went to a tryout. This U.S. Marine went to a tryout this week and landed a job with the Patriots. So he was signed today. So he made it through tryouts and everything. Um, his name is Paul Quessenberry. And he had played for Navy, and he used to be a defensive end. But he joined the Marines instead of trying to pursue a professional football career. So uh, he was in the Marines for five years, and uh, he actually tried out, made the team today. And he's not going to play defense. He's going to be a tight end. So he's 28 years old. He's going to be a rookie for the Patriots. I think that's insane. And, you know, thank you for your service, Paul Questenberry. That's right. Thank you. Jared, yeah, what do you think awesome. about that? That's awesome. It's, uh, it's like Tillman, man. Like anytime we can get service members in, uh, in into sports in general, I think it just um, you know brings an, an added sort of passion behind it, and that's uh, yeah, cool. It's cool, man. Like good for him, and um, you know, really shows that whether you go to West Point or Navy or the Air Force Academy, like at, you have a commitment, even no matter like no matter how great you are, you have your commitment to uh, to the armed services. But when you're done. Man, you, you you've got some open doors, and that's that's good and good on the Patriots, man, for accepting a, a walk on uh, like that. That's awesome. 
Yeah, and plus Bill Belichick is like a like a taskmaster, so I can't imagine anybody else uh, fitting the bill at, like as far as like discipline than this guy. Like he's probably going to do everything Bill tells him to do. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, he'll be the anti Gronk. That'll that'll <laughs> yeah, be the case. Yeah, he's like he's making his bed at the Patriots facility. You can like bounce quarters off of it. Like, <laughs> it he's. He goes, he, go, he goes to the Patriots uh, facility for lunch, and everybody else is just kind of relaxing, and he's eating his food as fast as possible, and he, like, throws his fork on the ground. He's, like, at attention. Bill Belichick's like, if I could have 50 more of those son of a bitches, man, we would just have <laughs> Cam Newton struts into the facility for lunch in his Peter Pan hat and his freaking button-down, you know, bright yellow peacoat or whatever he's wearing for the day. He, he's on the Patriots now? Cam yeah, he's, he's like he's yeah. a clown, man. He just I didn't know he was like on the clown. Patriots. I thought he was like for Carolina or something like that. Well, he was for Carolina, but Ryan, yeah. you missed wow. the breaking news from about eight months ago. <laughs> Cam Newton <laughs> what is was he uh, released. What is he doing on the Patriots? He's like, what? he's gonna be he's gonna be the quarterback. Tom Brady um, is actually a Buccaneer now. Did you know about that? No. Um, I don't. No, yeah, know. Tom Brady. Wow, wow. Alex, you're kind of letting Ryan down here with, I, uh, with the breaking news on the sports. I can't believe that. Ryan, <laughs> well, that was a story that I kind of assumed Ryan had just seen. I mean, Tom Brady is no longer a Patriot. Ryan, I'm sorry to break bad news to you live on Good Times with Alex and Ryan. <laughs> you're is, not prepared. I can see. That is pretty shocking to me. So, so we'll get <laughs> you up here, Ryan. So. Brady left the Patriots. Gronk came out of retirement and joined Brady down in Tampa Bay. Yeah, Gronk was bad. injured last year, got dropped by the Panthers, and is now getting paid less than a million dollars to play for the Patriots. This I time. don't know who Gronk is. Gronkowski? The guy, he hosted WrestleMania. <laughs> um, okay, so Ryan, the guy, <laughs> the guy who just walked on to the Patriots, the guy who uh, was in the Navy or the Marines, yeah. actually makes more money than Cam Newton does as the quarterback for the Patriots, probably. <laughs> wow. I can't believe think? Tom Brady left that. Like, he was he was fitting well into that team. Like, what the heck? There's going to be a bronze statue of Tom Brady out front of Gillette Stadium like, uh, probably in the next three to four years, I'm sure. I, I, don't, I don't get it. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like Bill Belichick and Brady – had it ha- they've had so much success that only in America would two sports figures with so much uh, success and championships find a reason to resent each other. Well, Belichick wants to win one without Brady, and Brady wants to win one without Belichick. It's the Shaq and Kobe thing all over again. Is that really what what's going I'm on? I'm pretty. Sh- if I was going to guess, yes. And I also think, I also think Belichick wanted to move on from Brady three or four years ago when they had. Um, the quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo, who plays for the Niners, who was actually in the Super Bowl last year. Um, but Tom Brady kind of forced the Patriots' hand to trade Garoppolo to the 49ers. And I think Bill Belichick was like, what the hell? Why are you doing – so I oh, think what Belichick did he do? resented what? Wait, him. Brady had something to do with the trade? Yes. Yeah, so, so, so uh, Bill is um, – the head coach and also in in essence the GM, so he's in charge of all the staffing on uh, when it comes oh, to the Patriots. Oh, that that kind of helps, you know. But, Cowboys, but, hello. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, but Kraft, uh, so the owner Robert Kraft, he um, didn't want to get rid of Tom because Tom was in essence the the brand. He was the franchise, um, and so when they had Jimmy G. And Bill wanted to move off of Tom so that he could free up some cap space and get some extra players. 
Um, Kraft basically wouldn't let him, and so he made the sweetest deal possible to San Francisco for Jimmy G. And, uh, yeah, they've crushed with him ever since. Oh. Yeah, Jimmy G, um, like, he is – he's younger. He seems to be more athletic. He's taller. He's – I'm not going to say he's more poised in the pocket because he's – you know, Tom Brady's the man in the pocket. He's the prototypical uh, pocket passer. But I think Jimmy G would have fit in, and he did fit into the Patriots, you know, uh, system really well. And I think Belichick resented the hell out of Brady for that situation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially if you're the coach and GM. That would that would really make him mad. But what I saw um, just from, like, uh, teams that do really good is they try to jump ahead and get keep going and get another good team and break up the – break up the one they have too soon. Like, like look what happened to, um, to the uh, Chicago Bulls when they, they was like, Oh, we're going to, Oh yeah. We're going to move on from this. And new heights is like, they get used to it and uh, forget that it's just kind of, they got a good chemistry. They got really good players, but if you just kind of are trying to move on, it, it doesn't, it's not that easy to do. And the Bulls have never been back to the championship round since all the guys, you know, were <laughs> yeah. forced out of town, basically. It's like, oh, we got Michael Jordan, the greatest basketball player to ever exist. Let's do everything we can to piss him off and make him not uh, happy. Let's get rid of all the other players and coaches around him that he likes and has won yeah. multiple championships with. Let's make him uncomfortable. <laughs> I know. What's the deal? <laughs> and then they screwed over uh, Pippen and, <laughs> like – Hey, Dennis Rodman, um, he, like, if they would have just given him a couple more Vegas vacations, I think the Bulls could have stayed together. What do you guys think about that? (laughs) (laughs) No, he needs to marry and divorce himself a few more times. uh, That would have done the trick. I wanted to see Dennis Rodman actually play a full NBA game in a wedding dress. Like, I, I thought, how many boards could Dennis Rodman have pulled down in pumps in a wedding dress, Jared. What do you think? You know, with the six-inch heels, I mean, he would have he would have been seven three, seven four. He would have been unstoppable. Yeah, that's not fair. Hey, hey, Ryan, in the chat, we've got uh, March Marcelo Vanzelli. Uh, <laughs> I see that I'm a good timer. He's, he's like he's like I don't know anything about sports. So I'm like I don't either. <laughs> well, hey, good for him because we only have one more sports story in this segment. Uh, Marcella, <laughs> hold on, buddy, because we got some good stuff for you, pal. <laughs> All right, we're going to go to the last sports story of the evening, boys. Now, this actually – I say this all the time. Now, this is true, Jared and Ryan. This is breaking news. This happened today. This isn't a Harry Truman story or an Abraham Lincoln son story, all right? This is breaking news, all right? All righty. Now, everybody knows if you've collected any kind of baseball cards in your entire life that the most expensive baseball card ever made was a Honus Wagner, Right? Because it was a it was a tobacco card. It wasn't even supposed to be a baseball card. So that was like the first time a baseball card was ever made. They put these baseball you know tobacco cards in packs so people would buy them back in the 1800s. Well, that card used to be worth like three million dollars or whatever. Wow. Well, check this out, guys. Mike Trout, right? Today's Mickey Mantle, basically. A card was sold today. Uh, for a record $3. million. A Mike Trout rookie card was sold for $3.9 million. <laughs> that is million. crazy. 
that, that only happens when they're when they're dead and like their legacy is established. I mean, Trout's still playing at this point. So. Exactly, exactly. It's he's never even been to the ALCS. He's never even been to a World Series. Mike Trout has only been in the playoffs, I think, once or twice, maybe, in his entire career. The Angels screwed themselves over when they signed Pujols for that deal. That's basically okay. what – yeah. But that being said, uh, Golden Auctions sold a 2009 Bowman Chrome Draft Prospects Super Factor uh, Mike Trout rookie card. It was autographed. And the reason it was sold for so much is because there was only – one of them made one of one that's oh, it okay that makes sense that's the only one ever made there, there's more than one honus wagner there's only okay. one of this card yeah it's uh. cr- i'm telling you guys uh so this guy his name that the guy who sold it his name is vegas dave <laughs> i don't know if that's his actual first name <laughs> but uh <laughs> vegas, yeah vegas, high, dave, high <laughs> vegas dave bought the mike trout in 2018 on ebay uh, for four hundred thousand dollars, and he sold it today for three point nine million dollars. <laughs> wow, Ryan, has there That's ever a good been return? Anything? Yeah, no, I was gonna say, Ryan, has there ever been anything you've ever uh, uh, had something that you had that much value, or maybe you thought might have that much value ever? Never. Nope. I know. Okay. Yeah, that's a lot. Woo! Oh man, maybe <laughs> I like like uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'll sell a lock of my hair. <laughs> uh, later on after I'm dead and I'm, I'm sure that'll be worth a lot because you know I'm famous and all that stuff but no we're gonna bury you in a Pringles can like the guy <laughs> who created the Pringles can and I'm gonna seal the top no we're gonna put you in a Folgers crystals can and I'm gonna seal the top to keep you fresh just in case I ever want to do more episodes when you're when you're gone I'll be like Ryan what do you think about that and I'll pop the Folgers uh the Folgers can open and we'll see what you have to say huh? a little dark a little Dark. Yeah, Sometimes we go a little dark. <laughs> yeah. Zero dark, zero zero dark. Good times, baby. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. What's what's Mar- move into- what's uh, what's Marcus Miller talking about here? Mark. Ooh, Marcus. There's my boy. Uh, he wants to get a shout out for uh, Hot Mess Aubrey, who actually worked with me at uh, a sports bar in Eugene, the EUG Buffalo Wild Wings. Marcus Miller. Hey, Aubrey. <laughs> Welcome to the Good Times Gang, girl. Woo! <laughs> and if you want to follow Marcus Miller on Twitter, uh, Marcus, go ahead and type that into the chat, and uh, we'll give you a shout-out, bud. Marcus <laughs> calls uh, a lot of the local high school football games uh, for, uh, you know, this whatever. <laughs> I don't even know. Marcus, type that in the chat there because I'm not prepared, bud. <laughs> We're very professional, Jared, on this show. <laughs> The, the Good Times teleprompter is actually broke because uh, we spent we can't get it fixed because Ryan wanted to spend so much of the goddamn uh, money on that button for the breaking news. <laughs> well, there's priorities. There's breaking news button, and then there's better webcam for Alex, and then it'll be the teleprompter. So once Ryan starts selling those luscious golden locks on uh, Teespring, then uh, you guys will be you guys will be made. Can you sell? Can you sell human body parts or hair and teeth on Teespring? Because if you can, Ryan, I'm coming up to Walla Walla area and I'm shaving that beautiful hair. I'm sick and tired, like tired of filming on a razor. Okay. <laughs> when I'm filming, I have to hold the razor open like this, and then Fifty Cent Wankster comes on every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> 
It starts with a dream, Alex, and you just use what you've got, and you grow from there. All right. Well, you've been saying that for about six months now, and I've seen zero growth. I don't know if I buy into this plan of yours. Come on, come on. We got Marcus Miller in the chat. We got we right. got uh, Marcelo Venzelli. Hey, he's from South Brazil, so we actually have someone in South Brazil watching the Good Times, <laughs> the good times Gang here. That's right. Jared, you guys are international, man. Uh, yeah, Jared, you have to get um, subtitles. So we can... <laughs> We can uh, we can officially uh, call Marcelo Venzelli the OG of Brazil, South Brazil, OG Good Times Gang member of of Brazil. He just stumbled upon this because he was like looking for uh, you know porn, and he's like, "What Good Times? Ah, what is this? Ah." He's like, "Oh, this is not what I wanted at all." <laughs> all right. Uh oh. OG John in the chat. OG John <laughs> trying to get a free shirt. <laughs> He says work sucks without Ryan being on uh, any social media uh, right now. <laughs> and he called him Ryan W. Spray because OG John <laughs> likes to pull uh, Ryan's, uh, Ryan's tail a little bit. <laughs> I've, I've, been, uh, I've been actually uh, filling in at another place than where John works. So he just says it sucks without Ryan. <laughs> well, so that's my official title by, by OG John, my official title. He calls me all the time. Hi, Ryan W. Sprague on any social media. How are you? All right. First head, first headline of the night, boys. Now, I don't know about you guys, but whenever it snowed, when I was a kid, I would look out the window with my brother and we would just hope and speculate on if it was cold enough and if it was going to stick. Okay. Well, it snowed in Switzerland, but it didn't snow what you would think it's going to snow. It snowed chocolate. Oh. Chocolate. A Swiss town of Olten was dusted with chocolate after a ventilation system malfunctioned at a local chocolate factory. <laughs> so it snowed, but it actually snowed delicious Swiss chocolate. If I, was, if I lived there, guys... Not only would I be excited about this, but I would also be, since it snowed chocolate, it's probably going to snow milk. So I'm going to get the perfect combo. And if it snows peanut butter, I might as well die there. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think? There's a bunch of little kids in the Willy Wonka factory hitting some buttons again. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It was like, <laughs> it, 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 was, it was that one, uh, the German kid that got sucked up through the... Oh God, Augustus! Augustus, yeah. Augustus he comes ate back. the microphone. He <laughs> ate the microphone he was being interviewed with. <laughs> Augustus, honey, save some room for later. <laughs> Don't eat Mr. Winnie Wonka's fudge and microphone, Augustus. Slow down. <laughs> Don't drown in the river of fudge, Augustus. <laughs> He made too much chocolate and it just uh, spewed out of his factory. That's what he did after he got, he, he got out. <laughs> Have you guys seen the uh, the theory that Willy Wonka is actually a horror movie? Have you guys seen that on like uh, Google or wherever? No, I, I'm not That's much in the horror, horror movie. movie? It's a horror movie. It's actually a horror. Well, Augustus drowns. Okay, my okay. TV is shrunken and broken apart into millions of pieces. Uh, Violet explodes into a gigantic blueberry and has to be juiced. Like, they have to juice her, okay? Veruca falls down a freaking, you know, egg 
uh, whatever to her death. We don't know where she went. They never say anything about her. She's dead. She's in the furnace. Done. Okay. Uh, Charlie and his grandpa almost were chopped to death because they stole fizzy lifting drink. That's a horror movie. Well, that is a horror movie. Fair. It's it's the 1970s song. <laughs> yeah. So, so welcome to my factory, kids. No, I thought about that, and sometimes I'm like, well, uh, I gotta make my imagination that they're okay because <laughs> Willy Wonka said they're gonna be okay, and Willy Wonka's never wrong. <laughs> well, that, that movie has the absolute scariest scene I have ever seen in a movie, and it's when they're going through that tunnel. Oh. It's that straight like acid trip, just like nightmarish, hellish thing. Man, gotta close my eyes to this day. <laughs> yeah, I thought, Jared, when you said they had to keep on rowing when we don't know where they're going. <laughs> Jared, when you said it was the uh, scariest scene you'd ever seen, I thought for sure you were talking about the cheer up Charlie part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that ha- that Alex, has to be the Alex, most fast-forwarded part of any movie in the history of movies. Alex made a response on Twitter. He's like. This is the worst scene, the longest drawn out thing I've ever done. So it needs to be a lot shorter. So I go, challenge accepted. And I made a better one. And I'm like, Alex, check this out. Maybe I'll post it on Twitter so people can check it out. But I, um, I edited an, a, a better version that was a lot better. And he's like, yes, this is amazing. This should be a movie. You remember that? Yes, I do remember that, and it is. I'm going on record as saying that is, like, the worst scene I've ever seen in any film ever, and I've seen some <laughs> movies in my day. Uh, it's out of nowhere. It makes no sense. I don't – she can't sing. Um, the song is terrible. It, like, deflates the total mood – the whole mood of the film. Cheer up, Charlie. Yeah, it's – well, the Candyman, too, is also kind of creepy. <laughs> this guy's just handing out lollipops. And also – why is Charlie the only one that doesn't get free candy? In that musical number, he's handing every kid candy, but Charlie's still the poorest kid, but he's also the only kid who has to pay. Pay attention to that next time you watch that. As a matter of fact, Ryan, I want you to watch it right now. <laughs> watch it right now. Cue it up in the Good, good Times uh, Google machine. <laughs> I, uh, I'm willing know, to I, risk I, the, the, the copyright yeah, infringement. Yeah, just so the audience knows, last time we tried to do a, a talk, and I put it on the live stream. They, they copy striked us. They pulled the video down like immediately. We were talking about, uh, we were talking about Ed. What's his name from uh, 90 Big Day Ed. Big Ed. Yeah, yeah, Big Ed. And and then PewDiePie found the same clip that we used, and and he used it on a live. I'm like, what the heck? Why, why are you letting PewDiePie do this and we can't? Just, I can't believe PewDiePie. I mean, PewDiePie has like millions. hundreds of millions of subscribers. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he owns YouTube. Yeah. Because PewDiePie probably made the problem go away with a little bit of cash, huh? <laughs> a little yeah. bit of money, huh? <laughs> All right. Moving on. Story number two, boys. Now, I've lost 80 pounds in the last seven months. All right. Now, it's all documented on Instagram and Twitter. And Every time I talk to somebody who is in the medical field, they'll always say, well, hey, you just added 10 years to your life. That's amazing. Good for you. That's great. And so that's cool, right? Losing weight, you know, uh, being fat could have killed me, right? Might still kill me. Who knows? That's why I got to keep grinding. But check this out, boys. This person being fat actually saved his life, all right? A Chinese man was standing... (laughs) 
was standing on his well when the wooden top of it uh, busted and he fell through the well. Now the well is like 400 feet down, maybe maybe more. Uh, he actually got wedged in the well and his life was saved because his gut was too big for him to fall uh, to his death. He was actually wedged in, stuck like Winnie the Pooh in the honey tree. Wow. All right, now rescuers in the Henan province of China uh, were quoted with crediting his weight with helping save the man's life. Oh, my goodness. What do you guys think about that? That's the one time being fat actually worked out in somebody's yeah. day. <laughs> Years well, I, of I just think I just think good thing they got to him when they did because I mean a couple of days of starvation that guy would have just <laughs> slowly slid his way down that well. Wow. Yeah. He's like I've only got three more days of, of, of fat left before I'm gonna die. Wow. You ever see like Tank Girl? Like, uh, I, I saw like, it like once in 1993 <laughs> for about the first 30 minutes or something. It's like this tube that gets smaller and smaller or something. Uh, one of Lori Petty's finest movies, man. It's amazing <laughs> that, uh, you know, I don't remember better parts of it, right? Point Break, uh, elite, you know, A League of Their Own. But, you know, you remember Tank Girl. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was like this weird kangaroo bouncing around. I don't know. I <laughs> Ice, no, you're right. And I think the kangaroo was Ice T. If my memory serves me correctly, it was the rapper Ice T was that kangaroo. <laughs> wow. Somebody get on the Google machine. Ryan, get one of the good times interns on that. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, all right. Uh, hey, hey, Johnny. Well, after you get my coffee, you better hurry up with that coffee. Go ahead. Get on, get on there and find out. Find this out about the kangaroo on Tank Girl. <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> Kangaroo played by Malcolm McDonald. Oh, well, I'm an idiot then, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, where is my video so I can... Okay. Uh, yeah. Malcolm... Mc... Who is that? <laughs> I don't know who Malcolm McDonald is at all. I'm sure that his role as the kangaroo in Tank Girl is what ruined his career and uh, actually <laughs> led to us not knowing who he is 27 years later. So, so uh, he, said when he, was, he said he doesn't know anything about American sports. Um, so we need to, uh, go a little more global on this. <laughs> uh, what do you, so, you so, know, I apologize to the one Brazilian <laughs> viewer we have, but, uh, I don't know, Ryan, if it's a good idea that we change the whole format <laughs> for the one random guy that ended up in the chat. So maybe we could just change and have like, uh, you know, soccer on every single one. <laughs> I, it, it, listen, I like having soccer on the show, but you know, my rule I'm firm, but I'm fair. The only soccer we're going to have on the show is if someone gets struck by lightning on the field. Oh. And you know that. <laughs> yeah, we did have that. And that was fair. That, that is fair. So Yeah. I'm, Jared, did you see that video? Did you see the video of the guy getting struck by lightning? No. Send it to me. Uh, I will send you the link. This guy oh. is out there, like, dribbling the soccer ball, and he's, like, warming up. And his teammates are doing whatever. And he's just out there warming up, being a good athlete, because he's the only one on the field at the time a lightning bolt strikes down from the sky and he just explodes. This guy explodes into lightning and he, he's unconscious. He just lays there and he had no, no, that he lived. He was just knocked out. And the only damage he had was he was wearing a gold chain and he had like burns around his gold chain. That's it. Cause it, that's crazy. Nothing. 
you can that just is check crazy. It out on, you can just look at it, look for it on YouTube. Also, uh, that was one of the videos like I actually edited. <laughs> oh, did you put that in one of our episodes? I had the one that one. I think that was the last one I actually edited. Um, so I got it in there. I got okay because uh, that was a lot of clips in that one. That one was great. That that video is still crazy. Um, yeah. it looked like a fatality off Mortal Kombat two. Like Raiden just zapped his ass and he just dropped on the field. <laughs> No. Just have this image of this cartoon like character getting electrocuted. You like to see skeletons. Yeah, it was it was nuts. So like I show I, so I show the lightning coming down and you're like dude, like as you're talking about him like that dude's dead. Though he's dead. Oh. And then I show dead. him standing there with with his little it's like just talking it up afterwards with his mark of his <laughs> yeah he looks dead for sure and if if he was on mortal Kombat after he got struck by lightning since he didn't die it would say fatality kind of <laughs> <laughs> fatality almost <laughs> all right guys breaking news breaking news <laughs> all right okay check this out this is a story that's very near and dear to my heart guys Okay, let's hear now, it. Now, China is on the cutting edge of technology pretty much in everything. Uh, I think we can all agree to that, that China does a lot of really interesting things uh, as far as, like, inventions. Now, in two Tokyo parks, or uh, is Tokyo in Japan or China? It's, it's Japan. <laughs> it's Japan. Okay, so, uh, anyway, we love China, but actually Japan. <laughs> If we've gotten through the Great Firewall, hello. <laughs> <laughs> we, meant, we meant what we said. And we also mean that for Japan. All right. In Tokyo, um, toilets with transparent walls were installed in two Tokyo parks. Uh, you can actually see through the walls. Um, when you go into the toilet, the walls turn transparent, or not transparent, they turn opaque. So they, they, you can't see through them anymore. And uh, the door locks automatically behind the person. Now, the reason it does that is so the person can see through to see if the facility is clean. And also they can see if there's someone in the toilet. I guess that's a really big problem in uh, Tokyo. People are like very weary of going into dirty to you know, bathrooms or whatever. And uh, people popping up, you know, where they think they're not, you know, where they're not expecting them in the bathroom. Because, but I actually stayed in uh, Reno, Nevada at the Fitzgeralds when I bowled in the U.S. Uh, bowl, uh, the National Bowling Tournament, right? And I went with my friend Jimmy. And they had glass that separated the bathroom from the living room area. So whenever I would go in there to go to the bathroom, he would put his face on the glass, and you could see his whole face, and he'd be moving his eyeball around and stuff. He can't see me, okay? But I could see him. So he's, I can see his whole face, everything. I can see his eyeball moving. He can't see me, though. And I can't oh. go to the bathroom if anybody's even talking to me. I have to go. Wow. I'm bladder shy. So I'm trying to go number two while I see my friend's complete face <laughs> looking at me. He did it the entire trip. It, it got into a situation where I had to, like, if I had to go to the bathroom, I'd just tell him I was going to go get ice or something. And I, like, I could just imagine this. You're like, Jimmy, stop. Jimmy, Jimmy, stop it. Jimmy, I'm serious. Jimmy, I couldn't stop it. Jimmy, I'm, I can just see you do it. Dude, I couldn't go to the bathroom the entire trip. I bowled like crap. Um, I was nervous <laughs> the entire time. We were going to buffets because back in the day, this is pre-COVID, obviously. 
Jimmy and I were super broke, but Jimmy would go to these buffets. You're not allowed to take anything with you when you go to a buffet. You can't, like, box stuff up. Jimmy had a backpack, and he was just shoveling in <laughs> crab legs and pieces of prime rib straight into his backpack. He had no cloths, no, no to-go boxes, nothing. So he just ate that stuff all week. I'm like, hey, Jimmy, uh, you want to go to McDonald's and get a couple of chickens or something? He's like, no, I've still got, like, 18 crab legs left over from the Fitzgerald <laughs> buffet, like, two days ago. We didn't have a fridge in there. We didn't have anything. He's eating, like, warm, spoiled crab legs that he smuggled out of the Fitzgerald buffet. He's got, like, an iron stomach. Yeah, so he, he basically ruined that entire trip. That's the same trip. He had, like, uh, this CD book, and he had that, uh, that CD next and that song, Too Close. Ooh, you're dancing real close. <laughs> so sweet and real slow. Right? Yeah, that yeah. song? Yeah. They had one hit. That's it. And I didn't even like that song. But he was playing that thing, like, over and over again. So he's like, okay, well, you know, you could be the DJ since you're riding shotgun. I was like, okay. So I pop it out, and I just throw it out the window somewhere in Sacramento. <laughs> so his, I just took it out and threw it out the window. I was like, you don't need to be listening to this CD. The CD is awful. So, and that was back when CDs cost, you know, $47. I know. Isn't that crazy? They used to be all like $17, every single one. And then they got sued. Like, why? Are, and, they, and they're like, why are people using Napster? It's like, well, maybe because you're ripping everybody off. <laughs> yeah. Maybe because I want to actually pay my rent and eat groceries yeah. this month. I don't want to have to decide between my Hanson album and eating today. <laughs> if that was the decision that you were faced with, Alex, then there's a support group for you. Yeah. Instead of hey, instead of mm, Bob, it was mm, I'm hungry. <laughs> mm, I can't pay my rent. All right. So hey, that's the first news headline of the night, and I'm going through my teleprompter. This is the official Good Times teleprompter, <laughs> brought to you by the cheapest three-ring spiral notebook paper of all time. <laughs> All right, so uh, the next one. Now, guys, a man just recently had a transplant that saved his life. What do you, th- what do you think? What are your thoughts on transplants saving people's lives? That's good. good. Well, that's fantastic, except what if that person's going to be a murderer or a, or a you know, bad person and you just saved that person's life and then they're going to go like murder a thousand people? Huh? All right, my already report. Yeah, Ryan, that went really dark fast. <laughs> All right, minority. <laughs> that went, yeah, Tom Cruise. That, Tom Cruise starring as Tom Cruise in the next Tom Cruise film. Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise in every movie he's ever been in. I don't care. It's just like, Tom, did you see Tom Cruise in his new movie? He is, does such a good job playing Tom Cruise. <laughs> like, that's the best Tom Cruise I've ever seen Tom Cruise do. He is at his cruising best. Okay, we heard this, Alex, on a previous right. episode. Yeah, on a previous episode. <laughs> I don't like Tom Cruise. Spoiler alert. <laughs> hey, did you guys know that Tom Cruise has been divorced three times and every female he divorced was 33 at the age of their divorce? All three of his ex-wives were 33 when they got divorced. Is that a sign? Uh, I don't know. Uh, we're going to have to call it. We're going to have to get a hold of David Miscavige, the leader of Scientology, and ask him if that's a... Uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he might. Is, isn't he dead? No, David Miscavige is alive. You're thinking of uh, the, you're thinking uh, of Elrond. 
Yeah, you're thinking of L. Ron Hubbard. He, yes, yeah, that's who I was thinking of. Yeah, L. Ron, you know, he's the only man to call his shot. He said he was going to create a religion to uh, get money uh, from people, and he, he said what he was going to do, and he did it, and uh, it's still working to this day. People knew what he was going to do. They knew it was a scam, and it's still working to this day. I mean, to all you uh, Brazilian Scientologists who are in the chat right now, I apologize. Ryan, what do you think? Are you a big Scientology guy, Ryan? What do you think? No, no, no. <laughs> Scientology guy. Yeah, yeah. I think, I, I think, I think we, yeah. yeah then, Jared's not, eerily quiet down there on the Brady Bunch screen. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you know, I don't want to say anything to upset the Illuminati, to upset the Masons, <laughs> the Mafia, or the Scientologists. There's just, there's four groups you just don't go after. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to take the hit for the Good Times Gang. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Right. Everybody, if Alex goes missing, you know why. At this very moment, this is yeah. what's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> missing <laughs> under a bunch if of his feet pamphlets. cuts out. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I'd go missing for if the Scientologists were involved or would be under uh, uh, news, newspaper articles, pamphlets, uh, flyers, them trying to get me to join so I could spend all my money on their books. Okay, Ryan, that's <laughs> what would happen. I would die under debt before I died physically. All right, now check this out. This guy uh, had this had a problem. He didn't drink alcohol, but he was drunk every day. This poor guy was drunk every day. He didn't drink. Uh, the condition uh, that he was diagnosed with having uh, involved excessive fungus growth in his gut, which feeds on carbohydrates and then fuels ethanol production. So this guy had this super rare 0.002% disease. His body couldn't break down stuff correctly, so it would create ethanol and he'd be drunk, right? He even got stopped at a police checkpoint and uh, lost his license because they thought he was drunk, but he's just had this rare, weird disease, right? Which, Jared, by the way, is what I had when you lived with me. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's what, that's what that was? Yeah, that's what that was. Oh, Okay. <laughs> yeah, Jared, that's what that was. So I want you to apologize to me on Good to Good Times show right now. Oh, my God. Hey, I'm completely sorry. I, I completely thought it was something else, Alex. <laughs> yeah, right. I didn't know that you had a, uh, a fungus growing inside <laughs> you. I knew we had fungus in the apartment, but I didn't know that we had fungus inside you. Jared and I had the only apartment in uh, as an adult. Uh, apartment, you know, that you had to actually wear shower sandals into our bathroom shower. <laughs> <laughs> like it was a dorm. <laughs> this guy, hey, so this guy, dude, he, uh, he's got a, you got a lot of problems because he's drunk every day because he's got this rare disease. Well, he got a transplant to save him. His 22 year old daughter actually um, donated. Oh my God! Look, look, I had she she donated fecal fecal microbiotes uh, to help her father, which in other words is a poop transplant. He had a poop transplant, and uh, the bacteria uh, worked from his daughter. Uh, his body reset, and he is freed from the disease because he got. You know, w would you be willing to donate poop to your family to help them, guys? Unless he's a murderer. Oh God. oh, God. Here we go. If he's a Scientologist, I wouldn't. <laughs> what do you think, Jared? You know, absolutely. You just don't uh, tell them what you transplanted but, or what you donated. But, yeah, for sure. For sure. 
Yeah. I mean, hey, we I... might cure COVID with uh, with someone just taking the deuce. You never know. <laughs> Jared, where the hell is Jared at? He's in the bathroom trying to save somebody's life. <laughs> Jared's in the bathroom with a Sports Illustrated trying to solve the world's problem. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> doing work. It's yeah, when Jared, doing when Jared comes out from the bathroom and we're sitting on the couch, we're like, look at that hero right there. Look <laughs> at that hero. Hey man, if I could if I could save somebody's life with some of the number twos I've taken, guys, I would be there'd be a bronze statue in front of me at uh, the Shedder apartment, Jared. <laughs> there were some nights. All right, guys, moving on from poop uh transplants. We're going to the next very important Good time story. All right. Now, a German university is offering $1,900 grants for doing nothing. They're offering people $1,900 to do absolutely nothing, which explains something to me, uh, finally. Now I know what my dad has been uh, doing for the last 25 <laughs> years. He's been part of a very important grant study in Germany. So that's cool. Uh, Ryan. The university, uh, University of Fine Arts in Hamburg, is offering three lucky people this grant. The applicants are able to choose their own uh, form of idleness. So if you said, I want to, you know, just refrain from sleeping, I want to refrain from working, I want to refrain from playing video games, you have to commit to it. And they document it, and they, they track your progress, and they see how you choosing to do nothing in a particular field affects you personally and professionally. Ryan, if you could do this study, what are you refraining from? Well, obviously not work. <laughs> <laughs> Is $1,900 enough though to cover your bills? For... No. <laughs> but you're going to do it though. I'll do it. <laughs> Maybe I'll, well, no, but there, there's a problem then you can't do it like a, you can't do like a side hustle. Because then you'd be working. Yeah, you can't do anything. <laughs> There's no side hustling. No good times. Well, well, if it did cover the bills, then you'd do it. Be a nice one. Um, Jared, Jared would have a problem because he'd have to refrain from saving people's lives with poop transplants. That, that's <laughs> dear and dear. I, I've got to save the world, man. It's 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 all about it. So, <laughs> Jared, what are you refraining from? Oh man, I I would probably refrain from TV. Uh, based activities, so like video games, Netflix, stuff like that. Because um, I'm not gonna not work out, and I'm not gonna not sleep, and I'm not gonna not poop. So I gotta, I gotta have those in my life. The big three. Uh, I would, I would say, yeah, the big three isn't just Ice Cube's basketball league. It is also Jared's to do list. The big three. <laughs> no, I was gonna say, uh, if I was gonna refrain from something. Well, I can't say alcohol because I don't drink any. I haven't drank in five years. Um, I would say, what do you think, Ryan? What should I refrain from? I, I can honestly not think of anything. I, I'm not not working out, okay, because I have to work out because I don't like being fat. I'm against it. <laughs> um, I would say, you know what? I'm going to leave the Scientologists alone. And Tom Cruise can have a hall pass while I'm collecting my 1900 bucks. I'm going to refrain from ripping Tom Cruise, guys. <laughs> I, I think Alex, you got to refrain from buying collectibles. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, there you go, there you go, Jared. You have no idea, man. Like this entire room is collectibles. You have yeah. no idea. You know what? That what's funny about that is once I got sober, it was so much easier to buy collectibles because I wasn't collecting <laughs> Jaeger bottles anymore. 
I don't know that Jared, Jared, you didn't live. We we weren't hanging out during the fireball craze, were we? We missed that. No, we missed fireball. When I, when you and I first met, it was definitely uh, Jaeger bombs. I was, <laughs> I, I, I went to your apartment and within 30 seconds, I'm being handed a Jaeger bomb on like a Wednesday night. I've got work at seven in the morning. I'm <laughs> just like, all right, let's tear it up. Here we go. I just remember um, we were having Jaeger bombs on like a Wednesday and we were like, okay, we're going to go do comedy and then we're going to go do whatever. And it's like, okay, well, you know, Alex, you know, it's, it, you know, it's 1am <laughs> like time to go home. You know, you got to go work for Ryan at FedEx uh, tomorrow morning. I'm like, nah, I just won't show up. Ryan, 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 that silver tongue devil. He'll, <laughs> he'll tell Neil what's going on. <laughs> We're fine. No, dude, Jared, I don't miss those nights at all, dude. That, I, I, I miss I comedy. Comedy itself was a great time at the mill. The comedy yeah. night was, that, you know, the small town, Coos Bay, North Bend, that area, to have something like that was really, really cool. I mean, even Salem doesn't have a great comedy scene. That is true. That That is a rare thing for a small town to have. I Because a long time ago, Coos Bay used to be booming with the lumber industry and the, the port. So I think that it was just part of their stop because, like, a lot of people stayed in those hotels. Like, the Red Lion used to be the comedy spot. That's where I started doing uh, emceeing at the, in that little – before it was a sports bar, it was a comedy bar. So that's where I got my start and uh, moved on to bigger and better places. You know, the Pizza Coop uh, and actually did stand up there. I don't know if you – were you around for that either? No, I think I, I – I, I don't even know if I was still in, in uh, North Bend at that point. I think okay. by then I was down in Medford okay. when you were doing the stand-up stuff. I was getting paid in bar tabs, <laughs> which is the worst thing you could ever pay me in. Because there'd be <laughs> nights where it's like I'd, I'd drink – my pay before the show and it's like oh god like okay it's the van doe show or like if he you know can talk <laughs> like <laughs> it was ridiculous it was ridiculous all right guys enough going down memory lane you know that was a lot of fun uh <laughs> <laughs> jared's like remember when you were drinking jaeger no seriously though, jared went like there's one story that stands out with me and Jared, and it's the time that I, I wanted Jared to take me somewhere, and I think it was to see my ex-girlfriend, and Jared's like, okay, well, let's go. And then I changed my mind, because I'm drunk. And then Jared's like, okay. And then I changed my mind again, <laughs> like three times. And Jared's like, you know what? If you change your mind again, I'm not. We're just going to go home. So I got out of the car. Do you remember this? I like yes. got out of the I don't, yes. I don't know why I did that. I don't know why I wanted to change my mind so many times. You were like a, a saint for even dealing with me. <laughs> but when I think about our friendship, that, that I did that kind of crap all the time, man. I'm really sorry. You know? no, no, it, it, it's all good, man. Like it, was, um, it was a very, very fun experience. Like it wasn't without its challenges for both of us. Um, cause I was definitely more of a clean person than you were. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, yes. So, um, you know, we, we definitely had uh, some challenges in working together, but our personalities are very similar. We're very outgoing. Um, and I think we both just understood each other at, at this level that it was just really easy to kind of go with the flow whenever something happened. So it was fun, man. Like it was, it was great times living at that shutter place. That, it, hey, do you remember the rent? The rent was like $600, but it was like 
we each paid three hundred. Dude, like, so cheap. Yeah. So cheap. Yeah. I, I would kill for three hundred. I would oh. kill for five hundred dollar rent right now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you uh, do you guys remember when you uh, took were with me and my wife and we went out to eat Mexican? No. <laughs> I, well, no. So we went to the Mexican restaurant where the where he yeah. sang right on brought like off of uh, yeah, Newmark. Bro. Yeah. By McDonald's. Yes. Yes. Okay. Do and, you remember? Do you guys remember that? You kept saying like, "Oh, she's gonna she, she's gonna pop anytime." Probably right here when we're. Here. <laughs> No we one. Were, I'm the only one that remembers. It's like the only time, like one of the few times we were all together. <laughs> you were probably the only one sober at the table. Yeah. Besides, like Jared and I probably had twelve Jaeger bombs before the meal. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I remember the restaurant. That's about the yeah. extent. Of yeah, the that. enchiladas were delicious. <laughs> it's no, totally, I kind of remember a little bit vaguely. Now. Yeah, Ryan, oh, are, Ryan, are you sure you're not making this up? I'm 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 positive because I think that picture you took of us of us at your apartment that yes. was that was the same day. It was like right after that. That's we went over the house. All right, so we have photographic evidence that it happened. <laughs> so it, it actually happened, and, and clearly we traumatized Ryan because he thought that that he was about to be a father in the middle of the Mexico. <laughs> How far along? So, was she Ryan, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> If you can never go back to that place, I completely understand. <laughs> well, yeah. I can't now because it's closed or the, the guy moved on. So, <laughs> Hey, OG John just asked me, uh, being a sports guy, Alex, who do you favor in the NBA Finals? Um, John, I'm going to have to say that I like the Clippers in the West. Uh, I think it's going to be Clippers and Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. And then I think in the East, it's going to be Bucks. Bucks against any – it doesn't matter who the Bucks play because I think the Bucks are going to go to the finals. And uh, I think the Clippers will win in six. So I'm going to say Clippers in six. But he but wants, I, the, he wants the, Bla- or the Blazers in the NBA. Uh, well, they lost by not, four not touchdowns. Not in two more days, they're not. Yeah. 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 The, the Blazers no, – but, but, but he wants a miracle from the Blazers. That's yeah. The, Jared, who do you think is going to – what's your what's your prediction for the playoffs? Uh, yeah, I think for the finals it's going to be Lakers and Milwaukee. Uh, yeah. I don't think anybody even holds a candle to Milwaukee in the East, but um, whoever whoever wins the West is going to win it this year. Exactly. Yes, it's going to be the Clippers or Lakers versus Milwaukee. That's yeah. That's what it's going to be. What happened to Sacramento? Like what? they haven't been to the playoffs in 22 years, and they just fired their GM like last week, Vladi Divac. Wait. Yeah. Who- <laughs> they are horrible. Twenty-two. Yeah, years. The, the the Kings uh, lost relevance. To, um, <laughs> what, when Bibby was, I'm sorry, I was thinking, yeah. the last time they were relevant. I'm sorry, I was thinking of a different team. Um, Ryan, um, I, one, I hate to break it to you, like, but the Sacramento Kings haven't been good for over two decades. I'm not thinking, I'm not thinking of Sacramento. I'm thinking of that. Are you State thinking Antonio? of Golden State? What the Spurs? No, no, they're in they're in uh, California. Yeah, Warriors, Golden State oh, yeah, Warriors. Warriors. Yeah, Golden State Warriors. Where where are they? Where they, are they just playing? got the number two draft pick, but um, Curry Curry had a severe injury. Thompson had an injury. Uh, Kevin Durant went to the Nets, and Draymond Green. It was basically him fighting off injuries the entire year by himself. So they just rebuilt. So they're going to get all those guys back healthy next season and uh-huh. have the number two draft pick and Wiggins. So that they're so probably going to win the championship next year. I mean, 
But right? that, that management team, like, they're not there just for – if you look at how uh, they were formed, you know, and, and the sudden change of when they became good, because remember they were really crappy for a while. Yeah. That management team wants to win, but you get, like, lots of teams where it's just, like – it's like a house – for the owner, they're like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to make money off this team because they're growing in, um, you know. Just an investment. Yeah. 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 But you, you can tell, like, some teams, like, they really want to win. And that's – I think that's one of them. That's why I kind of asked about them. I'm just kidding. No, the Gold, Golden State Warriors um, are, like, a class, classy organization. They yeah. built their team up through the draft. Um, they drafted Green. They drafted Thompson. They drafted Curry. Um, anything they're going to draft the number two pick. The only time that they didn't draft somebody was Durant, but they were able to get him in such a small market because of the success that they had already cultivated. So that was all based on how the, the, the you know, the franchise was ran. Um, and I kind of modeled the Shedder apartment when I lived with Jared, how, how I wanted to run the apartment. I based it off of how, you know, winning organizations run their, <laughs> so I wanted to have a really tight ship, and uh, that's why we had a beer pong table in the kitchen. <laughs> at all times. Um, that's why. That's why we only ate macaroni and cheese and hot dogs. And it was all about we, low overhead there. Yeah, there was had a lot to be of low overhead. Yeah, Jared and I had to have money for comedy and like going out and like chasing women. Well, we had our priorities. Okay. And uh, that's how we decided to have our assets uh, channel. Okay. <laughs> and did it work out? No, not for me anyway. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, you know, Jared probably paid off like $3,000 worth of student debt and, you know, credit card, uh, you know, balance. And I actually accumulated uh, more debt, but I was actually making five times my, my monthly bills, which is very hard to do because I would get my <laughs> tips. I would get my tips and I'd have them all spent by the time we got home. Oh, it's insane. It's like insane. Yeah. Uh, you know, most uh, waiters and waitresses don't report their cash tips um, just for tax reasons. And Alex didn't report his cash tips because somehow they fell out of his pocket by the time he made it home. Yeah. I'm like, it doesn't count if I didn't come home with it. Yes, I made it, but I don't have it. I drank it. <laughs> Hey, so guys, that's a great segue. A cow emerged from the sea uh, <laughs> the other day and surprised beachgoers. Now, this, this cow emerged from a sea in Bunbig, Ireland. The cow had been stranded on a nearby island when high tides came in and swept the cow out to sea. <laughs> now, if I'm, if I'm in Ireland and I see this cow coming out of the sea and it's around dinner time. I'm naturally waiting for some shrimp to pop up and jump out of the ocean and onto my plate. I'm thinking a surf and turf is on the way, guys. What do you think? Yeah, it's it's clearly a gift from whatever ocean god they worship in Ireland. So it's not like it's India. Slaughter it and cook it. Ryan, what would you do if a delicious cow came out of the ocean straight towards you? Alex? Oh, it has a face. It has a a face. (laughs) (laughs) Does it have a face? Yes, it has a face. You wouldn't eat your cat, would you? No. Face. (laughs) So you're like, look what I found. I found this cow. It came out of the ocean, Diana. Let's keep it. 
<laughs> and Alex is like, someone get a knife. I'm going to slit his throat. Someone get, someone get a knife. I'm going to murder this cow. <laughs> Ryan thinks a butcher should be in jail because he's just murdering animals all day long. All right, Ryan. You know, Ryan, I, on that note, um, in Alice in Wonderland, all of the plants had faces as well. So, oh, really, snap. anything that you're consuming has a face if you're on enough acid. <laughs> yeah, Ryan. I'm, okay, I'm only talking about when you're not on acid. Like, normal, you know, comprehensive, look at the animal or something, and it has a face. And uh, if it has a face... <laughs> If a, okay, wait a minute. So <laughs> if all right, would you eat a would you eat a clock because okay, oh, a clock has a face? Huh? You you okay? So if if a clock, if you made like a vegan cake and it had a clock on it, you can't eat it because it has a face, a clock face. All right. Well, yeah. you know what? I'm glad you <laughs> you taught me that because I would have eaten the clock. <laughs> all right. Moving on. Identical twins. Married identical twins, and and both sets of identical twin females are pregnant. Now, guys, they all met at the 2017 Twins Day Festival in Twinsburg, Ohio. Okay, the children will not only be first cousins; they'll be full genetic siblings, right? Obviously, because they're identical twins. Their their parents are identical twins. Um, the couples actually all live together in the same home. And guys, I would say they're twinning. What do you guys think? <laughs> I haven't heard that term. I'm sorry. <laughs> twinning. <laughs> Let me. Hey, uh, James, intern, look that up, please. What is twinning? <laughs> you, know, you still haven't got me my coffee yet. <laughs> oh, sorry, Ryan. I couldn't get the coffee for you because the coffee looked like it had a face on it. I apologize. <laughs> that don't want to get fired here <laughs> we better figure something out <laughs> yeah ryan wouldn't actually drink jaeger with us jared because there was an elk on the front of the label and the elk had a face so <laughs> oh i thought it was just because ryan was way more straight edge than both of us <laughs> yeah because ryan actually had his shit together and we were yeah <laughs> we're drinking jaeger on work nights on a tuesday so not the best influence i was no <laughs> uh jared have you ever been interested in twins and if you were uh how did it work out uh you know i've uh, never known or met twins identical twins identical twins i don't think i've ever met identical twins either or even seen identical twins in real life i've only seen them on wrigley spearmint double McGum commercials. yeah double McGum commercials yeah. exactly yeah there was, there was those those triplets in high school. They weren't identical though. No. Um, a lot alike. <laughs> that would just be an awkward. Like you're identical. How are you telling your spouses apart? I don't know. You you'd have to have label holes or something. You'd have to have. <laughs> well, I, you probably know. Like there has to be like some like features when you grow older. Like something little different. I don't know, man. That is a tough one. I, I knew. I mean, you're, um, gen you're genetically identical. So probably age. You have all the same traits. So 
you should age the same way. I mean, every set of identical twins I've ever seen on a TV or anything like that, they, they look the same regardless of their age. Hmm. So I don't know. Maybe it's a twin I, thing. Maybe they, they, they know because they're both twins. They just know who's who. Well, or they just pull a Michael Scott and just rip out a Sharpie and mark one of their arms. <laughs> <laughs> um, there, so I knew, I didn't know, I didn't know, but I knew of two girls that were identical twins. I uh, knew them through somebody, and he told me that they both shared one job, but the job didn't know, right, that it was two people working for him. So when one was tired and didn't want to go to work, the other one would just go to work. <laughs> and when when the other one wanted a day off, they that they just switch it like that. These were these were people that you knew of. I did not know them. I knew of them. So they were so they weren't like a national news story. They were no. Just, they were just were identical twins that like shared one job and like worked like one of them went out and drank too much the night before, so the other one would show up to work and they would just be like, oh, you know, hey, there's you know Jessica bright and early. You know, that's you know it's a hell of an employee. And they both, lived. <laughs> you know what I mean. Jessica's yeah, really got her crap together sort of thing. And they, she, they would like, they lived together in the same apartment. So they're identical twins. So they just shared bills and stuff. They made it work. That's yeah, but, but you'd have to, sh- you wouldn't, you'd have to share the wage, which is. Yeah. But I mean, what does it, I think identical twins like being around each other from everything I've seen. Mm. They like to do things together. Uh, sometimes, Cause sometimes I think I wouldn't like some of the stuff I do. I'm like, I would annoy myself. <laughs> oh yeah. If I had an identical twin, I'd be like, I'd be looking at, you know, my twin Alex and I'd be like, you son of a bitch. You're waiting, you're waiting for me to stop talking so you can say the punchline. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. You dirty son of a gun. I'd know all my moves, right? I would know all my diabolical schemes that I'd have to, that'd be tough dealing with an identical twin Alex. That would be too much. That'd be bad times with Alex and Alex. <laughs> We get nothing done ever. Jared, uh, yeah. now you haven't dated any twins or known any twins. Um, you know, what do you think about twins? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. How, how do I say this uh, so that when the wife sees this, I don't get in trouble? <laughs> no, I, I wasn't going that road. <laughs> um, you know, I think uh, just in general, the idea of, the connection that twins have is really fascinating. Um, uh, they say that they can kind of like, without saying anything, kind of really understand each other and they have that sort of connection. Uh, so I think that's really fascinating. Um, I think it would be really, really, really weird in school to have your friends not recognize you um, as an individual, yeah. only recognize you as one of the two. So yeah. I think having like your own identity would be uh, probably a challenge if you're an if you're uh, identical it'd be tough. So, you know, the fraternal twin I, I think that separates itself a little bit more. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's cool. I think it's fascinating. But I think it'd be tough. A lot more difficult than people probably think. I, I Ryan and I have the same problem. Like because before we did the show. You know, it was Ryan and Alex. But now, after all the success, all the money, (laughs) all the cars, (laughs) fast living, all the women, uh, all the good times Ryan and I have had, it's no longer just Ryan and Alex. It's good times. It's the boys. We're the boys now. (laughs) I'm the good times boys. So if I go anywhere, 
and people, you know, hear my name, they're like, or hear my voice, they're like, it's good times with Alex and Ryan, right? Ryan, you get that too, don't you? Yeah, all the time. All the time. I mean, I mean, I'm at, I go to work and, and, and people are just like, hey, what's up, Ryan W. Sprague at, at – <laughs> <laughs> at any social media, <laughs> yeah. social media. Hi, good times with Alex and Ryan, right? Alex, yeah, how's he doing? Yeah, hey, remember <laughs> the, when the, Alex? You know the, the the guy on Instagram, ride or die. <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember remember when I said um, when your your son's name is Atticus, and I since you're at Ryan W Sprague, I said you named your kid Atticus. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. That was a good joke. Oh. I gotta give that was a good that was a good one. I'll give myself a pat on the back for that. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> all right now jared actually had some next level insight that was actually worthwhile and wasn't a stupid punchline like me uh, right after he said that <laughs> so viewers i apologize that i had to open my mouth again uh now listen we're going to move into the last segment of the evening we're going into hollywood we're going to hollywood we're going to hollywood, hollywood. fun facts new segment hollywood, hollywood. hollywood. it's not florida <laughs> florida <laughs> I bet you some people from Hollywood uh, live in Florida, though. No, I, OJ. All right. Enough said. All right. Do you guys know the the screen actor inside the Actors Guild, James Lipton? Do you guys know of him? I am so pop culture savvy. but Will, uh, <laughs> Will Ferrell used to do an impersonation of him. People would come on the Screen Actors Guild. And uh, he had a beard. James Lipton. He's on Bravo. And uh, he would ask them about their movies and everything they've done. You guys got to know who this guy is. The story's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. Totally, Alex. Go. Yeah. Yeah, we got him. We got him. All right. Well, we're going we're gonna to put it – we're going to attach a bio for James Lipton and a picture. <laughs> now, James – James Lipton – this doesn't work. I can't do it. It doesn't work. You guys don't – moving on. Uh, we'll use it later. All right, well, I'll just do the punch. Since we're not going to do it, I'm just going to do it right now. <laughs> this guy has glasses. He's like a 70-year-old. He's like really soft, soft-spoken. Uh, it turns out that he had actually worked as a pimp in France after World War II. He's known as like this – he's passed away now. But uh, he said that when he was a pimp, uh, after World War II, it was just a different time. And he actually wasn't a pimp. He was more of an agent. And uh, everything was just great, and it was a lovely time. And he misses it. <laughs> <laughs> So, if you guys knew who he was, that would have been good, good stuff. But moving on, all right? Do you guys know who Jennifer Lawrence is? Yes. Hunger Games. Oh. Ryan, you know who Jennifer Lawrence is? I've heard the name. Okay. She's a really pretty blonde. Um, she's in the Hunger Games. She's in the – she's in that one – she's in that movie with uh, what with Russell Crowe. Which one – which one is that, Jared? The one where she's talking about the microwave? She's like, your fancy food. What movie is that? I, I don't know that one. I know she was in Passengers. Okay, she's in Passengers. She's just in a bunch of stuff. She's in okay. that movie with uh, uh, Chris, Chris Pratt where they're in outer space. Um, <laughs> she's in a bunch of stuff. Anyway, a lot of people have apps on their phone to remind them to drink water, right? And they're like, you haven't drank enough water today. You need to drink eight glasses, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> what well, do you Jennifer, think of that, Alex? Yeah. Right? What, do you think, what do you think? Well, I'm I'm just curious. What do you think of those apps? Because I think those apps are ridiculous. You just need to know. <laughs> we don't have time. We don't have enough space on our phone for a water drinking app. Okay. I don't need a flower on the phone that's gonna die if I don't drink enough water and let the phone know. 
Have you guys seen that? My girlfriend, Nicole, has an app on her phone where it has a, a flower. And if she drinks eight glasses of water, the flower will live. If she drinks seven, your app will remind you that your flower's dying. And the flower oh. will, like, physically show up on your phone and be like, I'm dying. Like, water me, please. The, the flower is representative of you. Yes. If you don't drink your water, you die. Yeah, so, so that's – I don't think people need that. What? Jennifer Lawrence does, though. And Jennifer Lawrence actually took it a, a step too far. Uh, she got a tattoo on the back of her right hand of a H2O. So she said she got it because it's a constant reminder to drink water. She got a tattoo of water on her wrist to make sure she drinks water. Some people have a rubber band on their wrist so they don't cuss. So they'll snap it when they cuss. She got a tattoo. Jared, what do you think, bud? <laughs> like, I'm like trying not to say anything because it's just funny to hear you guys hear you like try and get us get a reaction out of us. You got a tattoo. Wait, you guys are reacting. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it again, okay? Tattoo. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me explain again because you're not reacting, and I'm just trying to be quiet. Ryan's like, who's James Lipton? <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I think about this, Alex. Need a little bit of water. Tea and water. <laughs> What do you think, man? Ryan, tell me. What do you think, man? Tattoo's pretty serious, huh? Huh? Tattoo? Ryan? A little overboard? What do you think? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a little overboard. But, you know, if it reminds you to drink water. Okay. You know, that, she's that, uh, she's supporting good, stem, uh, good, STEM. Utilitarian u- u- utilizing tattoo that you can actually use. Oh, water. Drink. <laughs> I, I don't know. I that, well, that's what she wants to do. My body, when I need water, just kind of tells me, like, hey, you need some water, you, you dummy. Like, drink some water. Like, you know what they say if you, you need like, – they say if you're thirsty, you're already dehydrated. So if you are, like, beyond the point of being thirsty that you need to have a tattoo, are you close to death at that point, guys? Huh? It, I just know <laughs> water is very important, and maybe we all should be drinking more of it. You know, Ryan, you're not running for election here. Tell me the truth. Water is better. <laughs> they spit in the Coca-Cola. It's weird, okay? It's weird. It's weird to have a tattoo of H2O Thank on you. your body. It's just, I, it's weird. There's I, no I purpose to it. Like, yeah, just, a purpose just walk around with your Nalgene bottle, and that should be your reminder that you need to drink some water. No, you got to look Thank at the you. tattoo. Uh, I, I think I think it is helpful, and I am just a huge proponent of water. All right, just water. show us your tattoo, Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> Ryan, where is I, So I, I am not for, like, personally, okay, I'm not a tattoo person, and uh, I won't be getting any tattoos, but I'm <laughs> saying if you want a tattoo, I don't see any problem with that type of tattoo. Okay, Ryan, hold on. You're against tattoos, but what if a Good Times gang member – Wanted a tattoo of Ryan W. Sprague. Are you okay with that? <laughs> if they want a tattoo of our logo on if them, what are you want, saying? You know, it's their body um, to do with, you know, if they want a tattoo. But uh, me personally, I don't have tattoos. Okay. All right. Now, now if, some, if God said, Ryan, <laughs> I want you to get a tattoo of the Good Times logo right above your heart and the show – will provide enough money to retire. Do you do it? If God said, I would do it. <laughs> okay. I got to figure out how to get a hold of God then. Yeah. <laughs>
let me talk to our intern real quick. I got to see if he has God's number. <laughs> just, just find a burning bush, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go down to California right now. There's plenty. Of burning <laughs> There's actually a burning bush in the Orlando bubble. It's actually the Portland Trailblazers hotel room is on fire <laughs> because they suck right now. All right. Last good times. Hollywood fun fact of the evening. Mike Tyson, during his career, owned a $2.4 million gold bathtub. What do you think, guys? Is that necessary? Why? Did he need a solid gold bathtub? Gold tarnishes, man. Like that? No. No. <laughs> It'd be so hard to clean. The tarnishes? I didn't know. T- I thought it stayed. Uh, I, didn't, I thought it didn't tarnish. I thought that's why like, people like put gold, gilding and stuff on things. I don't know. I've never had that amount of. I've never had that much gold <laughs> to have a tarnishing problem, but I'd like to try it. Well, wait. Than... Does does gold jewelry tarnish? I mean, I don't know. Wow, gold. I I I don't know. I, it's excessive, but hey, if you have the money, whatever. Um, I was gonna say, uh, Mike Tyson, like he, he had tigers living on his property. He had a solid gold bathtub. Um, he, it's amazing that he went broke. I don't see what went wrong. I mean, <laughs> did he go MC hammer or something? MC hammer had a solid gold bathtub too. They both had bathtubs that were made of coal. It, it wasn't Tyson's spending habits. It was his eating habits. He just had this thing for going after people with faces. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tyson was the complete opposite of you, Ryan. He would actually eat human beings ears and stuff. <laughs> Mm, Amanda, how do you feel? I'm hungry for the title, but I'm hungry for that elo right now. Mm. Is this Clarice? Yeah, no, dude. Tyson, um, I, we got that pay-per-view live. My brother and I like begged my parents to get us that fight, and which is weird that we had money that one month. I don't know how this happened. So you wa- you watched that live? Watched it live. Wow. You could see t- if you if you watch it back. You can see that Evander Holyfield is uh, headbutting Tyson like over and over again in the rounds because Holyfield would come up with his head. Tyson was getting frustrated because he kept getting headbutted and the ref wasn't doing anything about it. And Tyson, at that point in his career, was mentally fragile. He just got out of prison a few years before that, and he he just went straight uh, primal he and went, went right straight, after his ears. He just went straight jailblazer. Yeah. No, yeah, he went Rasheed Wallace, all, Wallace all He that was bad, dude. I remember watching that and just I remember thinking like it was like round five or six, and I was just fifty nine ninety nine down the drain. I I asked my parents for this, and I totally screwed them. Like we we could have total waste of money. No, no, it wasn't because you got to see history there. It's kind of like because it's, it's uh, like one of the points in boxing history like a big point kind of like the the phantom punch and all that type of stuff that's that's a huge event that was pretty cool that you got to see it yeah uh (laughs) i was i was disappointed i was disappointed i want i was a big mike tyson fan played mike tyson's punch out i you know when i lived with jared i had a mike tyson shirt i liked mike tyson uh that was disappointing i just i didn't see that coming i felt bad for my parents uh they haven't spent that money but uh, I don't know. Solid gold bathtub. You know, I I say I wouldn't want one now, but if the Good Times podcast takes off, <laughs> uh, I might want to try it on just see how it feels. Uh, <laughs> solid gold bathtub. <laughs> and then if I ever don't want to take a bath in gold anymore, I'll just chip it apart and sell it for more collectibles, Jared. 
Huh? <laughs> All right, guys. We're going into the last story of the of the episode. And and Ryan, this isn't this is a little darker and I've been I've been having a, a problem with ending the shows. <laughs> this is breaking news as of like two hours ago. Wow. So this wow. is fresh, fresh, fresh. Ooh, fresh. Now, Jared, if you've got socks on, I want you to I want you to hold on to your socks, buddy. If you have a seatbelt on that chair, buckle in, buddy, because this story's crazy. Okay. All right. Now, everybody knows I like wrestling. I love pro wrestling. Um, Chris Benoit was a wrestler in 2007 who killed his family. Okay? Now, that's, he killed his family. He was a heavyweight champion, Ryan. He was one of the most popular and world-famous wrestlers ever. When was he? Chris Benoit. He was the Canadian crippler. He was... He was a great wrestler. What year? 2007 was when he did this uh, to his family. So basically Vince McMahon and the WWE scrubbed him from all the DVDs they had, all the images they had of him. They wanted to totally move away from Chris Benoit. Well, now that COVID, the pandemic has happened, um, WWE had no fans in their arenas. But they just recently moved to a new arena called the Thunderdome. um, And they have TV screens on each chair. So Jared could pay for a seat and have his picture. He could watch via Zoom. You could do it. I could do it. Well, somebody did it and put a picture of Chris Benoit on the screen. <sighs> this happened tonight. This happened tonight. Oh, man. So while Drew McIntyre, the world champion, is giving a promo in the middle of the ring, to the bottom right, you can see Chris Benoit. Like, wow. Just like you can see us right now. Loud and proud. Troll, troll going to new heights. Oh. Yeah, Gangsta Cat actually has went global. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, wow. Isn't that wow. crazy? Yeah. Yeah, I guess, I, you know, they're going to have to um, – yeah, they're going to have to have someone, like, watching these screens, like, having a delay because, you know, if, if they can do that, they can put anything on those. So. Oh, exactly, because yeah. how did they not – how did they not catch that? Well, I mean, if he's not been around for a while and you don't, you haven't seen wrestling or, you know, if you're just in, uh, watching the videos and making sure no one's doing something, but then you don't know this guy. <laughs> if you work for the Vince WWE. McMahon, Vince McMahon burned a lot of people. Um, so just imagine what they could do with some of those old WCW actors, some of those ECW actors that, that really didn't get into the WWE. You could have Brett the Hitman Hart right there in, like, center ring. <laughs> just, yeah. like, you could really troll McMahon with this. Yeah, yeah, you could have guys that Vince screwed over, like, just buy a ticket and just go rogue, like, do yeah. something crazy on the screen. Right. So, they'll probably have to have, like, a, a moderators out there, like, watching what's going on. from now. I, I bet they will after this. Cause that- There's no... Yeah, there's that no was, way. That was happening. pretty. Uh, that was pretty bad <laughs> for them to put that up there. Uh, that's that's the last story I got tonight. I we're ending on a dark note, but uh, I, I want to say what we're not ending on a dark note. This is the first time Jared and I have actually talked since 2010, and oh, wow. I am so happy and proud to be able to call you my friend again. And I want to thank you for doing the show, Jared. It means a lot. It's a pleasure, man. I'm really glad that we've been able to um, really kind of put everything behind us, put everything in the past, and uh, just have a good relationship, healthy relationship moving forward. And uh, this was fun. Thank, thank you so much for inviting me. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's great to talk, dude. Like, yeah, no. a ton of fun. 
more, more, more. You'll definitely like Ryan. We, we can have, we'll have Jared back for sure. What do you yeah, think? Awesome. Content. Jared, uh, Ryan, get a hold of the have uh, have our intern get Jared's uh, information. Jared. James, get over here. Poor James, Ryan. over there. Ryan's just I told riding some coffee. I told you, you haven't done one thing. Oh, I'm going to have to dock that guy's pay. Hey, OG John in the <laughs> chat. Hey, OG John in the chat is like, oh, having PTSD. He's like, oh, my God, this is what Ryan does at work. <laughs> <gasps> he's having, like, like, he's having cold sweats seeing you boss start intern around. <laughs> James, I told you I wanted fresh country time lemonade, you <laughs> butthole. Uh, yeah, right. You got anything else? No, nah, nah, that's it. That's it. Jared, thanks, thanks for coming, Jared. Yeah, yeah, my pleasure. Thank you guys for the invite. This is yeah. a great time. Hey, thank you. Good time. <laughs> Good times. Ryan, do it in the show. All right, everybody. Listen, we really appreciate you uh, tuning in and checking us out. Uh, be sure to subscribe if you haven't already. Um, hit follow and get for post notifications so you don't miss out on uh, any more of these. Uh, as soon as we post, we can get uh, we can get you notified and and get on it. Uh, like like I said, appreciate you tuning in. Uh, we'll uh, we'll catch you next time on uh, Good Times. Thank you. Mahalo, dog. New episodes of Good Times with Alex and Ryan are released every Wednesday morning. You can follow the show on Twitter at good underscore times underscore pod. You can keep up with the boys and the show on Instagram at good times with Alex and Ryan. You've just listened to a Good Times production. Good Times.